Hi, I'm PJ and welcome to House Daily. Um, it's good to be with you again today and uh, I don't know how you're feeling uh, in this season, this moment. Hannah, my wife and I were, were chatting the other day and having gone past like the three week mark of uh, lockdown, it, it, the realisation of the weight of this new normal the fact that we know we're not going to be able to continue, we can't see people, we can't do the things we want to do. Hannah is a huge extrovert and so just not being able to go out and about and see friends and it's that, we hit that wall in a way of just, oh, this is continuing. This is the new normal and the realisation it is going to continue for a while and that's tough and it's a weight to to carry and I don't know where you're at in, in terms of what you're doing, probably weights of burdens of work and, and financial responsibilities as well and family and kids and all that. Um, we just had that that realisation a bit the other day and just, oh, this weight, um, it's hard. And so um, just blessing to you all out there and whatever you're feeling today, um, know the love and prayers of church um, as we just um, get together today to look at scripture together and we're in the book of Ruth looking at this amazing uh, story of redemption following Naomi and Ruth now and we've had the scene set and we're in this place and we've just met Boaz and seen how uh, gracious he is uh, to Ruth and the blessings poured out on her and we're going to continue to see the interaction and, and hopefully dig out something for us uh, today. So if you've got your Bibles, we're in Ruth chapter 2 uh, verses 14 to 23 today. So Ruth chapter 2. And starting at verse 14. At mealtime, Boaz said to her, Come over here, have some bread and dip it in the wine vinegar. When she sat down with the harvesters, he offered her some roasted grain. She ate all she wanted and had some left over. As she got up to glean, Boaz gave orders to his men, Let her gather among the sheaves and don't reprimand her. Even pull out some stalks for her from the bundles and leave them for her to pick up and don't rebuke her. So Ruth gleaned in the field until evening. Then she threshed the barley she had gathered and it mounted to a mount and ether. She carried it back to the town and her mother-in-law saw how much she had gathered. Ruth also brought out and gave her what she had left over after she had eaten enough. Her mother-in-law asked, where did you glean today? Where did you work? Blessed be the man who took notice of you. Then Ruth told her mother-in-law about the one at whose place she had been working. The name of the man I worked with today is Boaz, she said. The Lord bless him, Naomi said to her daughter-in-law. He has not stopped showing his kindness to the living and the, and the dead. She added that the man is our close relative. He is one of our kinsmen redeemers. Then Ruth the Merbite said, He even said to me, Stay with my workers until they finish harvesting all my grains. Naomi said to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, It will be good for you, my daughter, to go with the women who work for him, because in someone else's field you might, not, you might be harmed. So Ruth stayed close to the women of Boaz to glean until barley and wheat harvests were finished and she lived with her mother-in-law. Uh, a lot in there uh, to unpack and um, just Boaz's grace and blessing towards Ruth continue beyond what we, we looked at yesterday and 
not only is he just blessing her and letting her continue to work there, he gives her food at the mealtime um, from his own um, supply to make sure she has enough. Not only enough, but enough that she takes some back with her to give to Naomi. Not only that, he says that he, he welcomes her in to, to pick her on the, uh, the, the, um, the, uh, lead, um, the grain to get the best of the glean. Not only that, he says to his workers, purposefully drop grain purposely do a bad job so there's some left for her he is just going beyond what is necessary to bless her he is being abundantly generous and it's incredible generosity the amount she harvests today is about 13 kilos worth of grain 13 kilos worth of grain just not one day and the harvest would have gone for a while and say so the amount he was being generous to her was incredible and he just took notes on to see the transformation in Naomi as well, going from what we're looking at before her changing her name, wanting to be called bitter, um, to having that praise of God, thinking that God was completely against her, to praising him and blessing him um, for what he is doing for them. Um, her change is incredible. Um, and it's not just because of the grain that Rufus harvests today. She she picks up on that idea that, that Boaz is their kinsman redeemer, or your Bible may say guardian redeemer, um, which is this um, concept in the Old Testament, which we'll come on to look at in the next few days. Um, but it's really important. And she, she not only is Naomi realizing how God is blessing them practically in the short term, but she's seeing the hope that is coming in the future because of Boaz. Um, and Boaz is this amazing prophetic image of Christ in a way here in the Old Testament, the way he just abundantly is generous to Ruth. Um, and, and in that, and, and in a lot of what we've been thinking about um, in Easter, um, generosity uh, hurts. There is a sacrifice. It, it costs. Generosity costs. And it cost Boaz um, a lot. Not only was he giving Ruth food from his own, he personally was taking less of the harvest, dropping it. He could have sold that grain, a bag of grain. He could have sold all that they personally dropped for Ruth. Um, but he chose not to. He chose to sacrifice of his own to give to her. Um, and that's a real challenge for us. Actually, generosity costs. It hurts. Discipleship costs. Um, but in some ways, that's part of the call and the, and the cause of what we're called to do, to be abundantly generous, just as Christ is, not only in his death, but in the way he interacted with people in his life. He was generous. Um, but it costs, and it costs for each of us, and particularly in a time when there is concern around so much going on. How can we be just generous with what we have? And it's not about the the quantity. Um, we know the parable of the widow's might. Um, it's about the heart behind it. Actually, are we willing to sacrifice whatever little we have to be abundantly generous, to bless other people? Uh, and maybe today, just rest on that. Think about how today can you be just generous to give and to bless others, even if that costs you um, a little. And so um, let's pray into that for today. God, thank you for this image of Boaz, of this um, incredibly generous kind person who sacrificed of himself so that Ruth and Naomi could have what they needed. 
Um, and in the grand schemes of things, it probably wasn't a lot, but for them it was everything. And so God help us to have that heart, to be generous like Boaz, to be generous like like ye, to be willing to sacrifice and have loss for ourselves so that others may be blessed. Amen. Thanks so much for joining today. I hope you have a good day, whatever you're doing. Be safe, be church, keep washing your hands. Bye.